Today is the last day of this series, Speaking Into Your Life. And today's title is, Let the Word of God Continually Be in Your Mouth. Let the Word of God Continually Be in Your Mouth. I'll read from Proverbs 4, 20 to 22, New Living Translation. Proverbs 4, 20 to 22. says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. I'll read this again. It says, my child, pay attention to what I say. Listen carefully to my words. Don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep into your heart, for they bring life to those who find them and healing to their whole body. Praise the Lord. I remember when when we when we you know we moved into this house and um, you know I needed to buy a snow thrower and we bought a snow blower snow blower snow thrower I don't even know what the difference is um, to clean out the snow and you know, I was very excited you know it's like a, a little kid in a candy store you know I was excited I was like okay I'm gonna we're gonna use this snow snow thrower so I was praying for snow now I don't typically don't pray for snow so I was praying for snow then snow came and um you know when when the snow thrower came I put this the manual aside never read the manual you know I thought it was easy because I saw the all the knobs I was like it's not, it's not terrible it can't be so terrible that day you know we had like maybe eight inches of snow after I was done snowing, snowing, using the snow blower, my back was completely worn out. You know, I had to ask my wife to put a bengay on my back because it was, it was terrible. Basically, what happened to me was that the machine wasn't working. It was me doing the work. I was doing actual work instead of allowing the machine to do the work. You know, the issue was that, and also, I wasn't reading the manual. I didn't read the manual. I didn't finish the manual. So what I did was I had to go back after the fact to read the manual. And during the time I was reading the manual, I was praying that God, God shouldn't bring any snow. There shouldn't be no snow because I don't want to tear up my back even more. So, you know, but after reading the manual, I, I got a basic understanding of what, how the, how the snowblower would work. I had a basic understanding of how the machine works. And it became easier. Now the machine started to do its work. You know, I also I also remember the times when we had mobile phones. And, you know, when we had these mobile phones, and mobile phones came with manuals. You know, we we hardly read. Maybe we read the first two or three pages. How to turn it on? How to turn it off? How to text? You know, when we first got it, most of us didn't read the manual from end to end. We didn't study it. We didn't read it. We didn't. We just wanted to know the basic, the basic functionality, you know, how to make calls, text, browse. 
you know, but I believe the manufacturer of phones, the phone manufacturers, I believe they had a reason for putting it in there so that we have an understanding. But, uh, you know, what then happened was, I also believe that the phone manufacturers felt, you know what, these people are not reading it. It costs so much money to print the booklets. So why don't we just leave a leaflet in there and point them to the internet? And that's exactly what they've done. And every, most manufacturers, even, even in, in my job, they just put a leaflet, point you to the, to the internet because people don't go through the manual. People don't completely say they don't have time. You think about, I'm giving you all these examples so we understand, we understand where I'm going. You know, you see automobile vehicle manufacturers. Unfortunately, they have no choice. They can't put a leaflet and point it to the internet. You know, they have no choice, but they have to print the manuals. So you have this, this what do they call it? <clears throat> they call it the, they put it in the glove compartment. It's, it's a manual of the book, of the, of the car. It tells you everything about the car. They leave it in the, in the as a reference guide for us. You know, but I, 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 some, sometimes we don't even pick up that manual. Sometimes we don't pick it up to see what, what, what is in there. You know, but we forget that the manual is a condensed for the for the vehicle manufacturers. The manual is a condensed is a condensed information about the car, and they put it all in the manual. They put it all in the manual. So you know, so basically, what they put in there is like, say, for instance, maybe you have a a a, a light on the dashboard. You know, there was one time we were driving. Um, my wife and I were driving from. Uh, I think it was Boston. We were driving from Boston to, to New Jersey. Then we saw this light and we didn't understand what it was. We said, what, what, is, what is going on over here? You know, where I was, my first instinct was to call the dealership and say, what kind of car do you, you guys give me? Then something just, I just felt the Holy Spirit kind of talked me and said, why don't you check the manual? Why don't you check the manual? You know, so I picked up the, 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 the manual and I looked through it. And it gives you all the error codes, the error codes, and it tells you the solution to those error codes. It gives you the solution. So I said, oh, oh it needs tire, tire, tire pressure is low, so it needs air. So, you know, when, when I put, it, put the air and I look at the dash, the thing is completely gone. This is the reason why you have this manual. You know, Psalm 139, 13 to 16, Psalm 139, 13 to 16. I believe this is New Living Translation. Sorry. It says, you made all, I read it from there. It say, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body. I knit me in my mother's womb. Thank you for making me wonderfully complex. Your workmanship is marvelous. How well I know it. You watched me as I was being formed in utter seclusion, as I was woven together in the, in the dark of the womb. You saw me before I was born. Every day of my life was recorded in your book. Every moment was laid out before a single day had passed. So God knows you. He, he, he created you. He created you. He formed you. Even before you were born, he knew. He knew you before you were born. He knew that you'll be, you'll be, 
that your mom will carry you in her womb. He knew, he knew it. You're not a mistake. He knew it. He knew this is what's going to happen. He didn't take him by surprise. You know how some, you know, people say, you know, you hear all these things. They'll say, oh, he took me by surprise. He took them by surprise, but he didn't take God by surprise. He was aware of it. It is amazing that there's only one of you. There's only one of me. There's only one of you. They might have different names. People might have different names, but you have a unique DNA. When you do fingerprint, there's only one of you. There's no duplication. So God is our manufacturer. We have the DNA of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. So if God being the manufacturer, it is God, he knows, he has an understanding of who you are. As a, as a reminder, you know, we talked about this Adam, with the aspect of Adam and Eve, you know, during the fall of man, you know, during the fall of Adam, you know, we are left to fight, fend for ourselves. But when we accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, the Bible says that Jesus became our, our shepherd, our good shepherd. You know, in Psalm 23, one says, the Lord is my shepherd, I have everything I need. So when we, you and I accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Lord handed us, the Lord handed us a what? A manual. He's a manufacturer. He handed us a manual. The manual is to help us to navigate life. The manual taught, is supposed to teach us what is true, what is wrong in our lives. It corrects, it's supposed to correct us when we make mistakes. It's supposed to show us how to live on earth. We have a manual. We have a manual. Look at um, 2 Timothy 3.16. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us what to do what to do, uh, so teaches us to do what is right. A mobile phone manufacturer leaves the, man, the manual so that we can properly use the phone. Like every manual, so we find it difficult to read. We're so focused on, on living the life that was once lived after the fall of Adam. You know, when there's an error code, you know, the, you know, you see it, like I said, we just talked about error code, this an issue. What happens is we're so prone to go to Google to search, what does this error code do? Let, let's, let's look at the error code. I, I'm not saying Google is bad, but we're so prone to do those kind of things. Even in our life, when we have a sports year, We'll go to Google, spot on your face. What is it? Mm. 
God has left the Bible for us to use it and to, for us to pay attention to it. God has left the Bible for us for our everyday living. It is not for some time living. It's for our everyday living. We, we are to feed on the word. We are to pay attention to the word. We are to dedicate time to study the word. You know, Joshua 1.8 says, Joshua 1.8, New, uh, Living, New Living Translation. It says, study this book of instructions continually. Meditate on it day and night. So you'll be sure to what? obey everything written in it. Only then would you prosper and succeed in all you do. Only then. So it says for us to do what? Take the book, of the, book the, the manual, the Bible. Study it. Study it day and night. And it's when you study it, it says when you study it, you obey it. You obey what it says. And it says only then would you what? Prosper and succeed. This is exactly what Proverbs 20.22, the scripture that we just read in the beginning, is saying. It says, Proverbs 28, it says, my child, pay attention to what I say. So how, what does it mean to pay attention to what you say? We need to what? Read this book. We need to do what? We, we need to read this book. We need to hear what God is saying to us. The Bible is what? Is God speaking to you and I? Is God speaking to you and I? The Bible is the word of God. Is the word from God. Twenty B says, "Listen carefully to my words." We we listen carefully to the God's words by reading it and studying it. We also listen carefully to the word of God by speaking it out loud. We listen to his words in church like we are in now. And it's key. I'll tell you why it's key to listen. Listening is, is amazing. We listen to using our ears. It's, it's so important because look at what he says in 21. It says, don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep in your heart. An error code is used. An error code is used to determine the nature of an error. Sorry, I'm talking computer language here. In computer language, there, there can be some error in computers. You might see errors, you know, I know when we used to have uh, windows, you know, you know, at work we have, the thing, the thing will just go blue. In, in, in computer language, it's called the blue screen of death. I'm honestly, I don't know where they got that from, but it's called the blue screen of death. And why do they call it that? I, I don't know why they call it, but I understand why they call it that. Because when you have the blue screen of death, your computer might not, there's a very high possibility that your computer might not start up. That's why it says blue screen of death, because the blue screen, and it means the next thing that is going to happen to that laptop is, is death. So the error codes, the same thing with, with, with vehicles, they're error codes. 
we take the manual for what? For the solution or the answer. Our bodies, yes, thank God our, <laughs> our bodies don't have error codes. But even though our bodies don't have error codes, but there are some times that our bodies are not working as they should. Our bodies don't work as they should. And, you know, sometimes you think about, our bodies sometimes will show an error code in sense of, you know, when you're about to fall sick, you start getting tired. You start getting tired. When you have a throat infection, you, you start to see the symptoms. And for me, I, I'm, I'll be honest, I'm just telling my own life. I know in the past what, I, what happens to me, when, when those things happen, I'll go on the internet and I'll check uh, Google. Google, when you have a sore throat, what happens? What is the solution? I, I'm telling you, if you ever listen to those things, God have mercy. Some people will tell you all kinds of things wrong with it. You might have, you know, this one. You might have, if you're, if you're not careful, that's those things that they say to you might even kill you even faster because you'll be like, oh my goodness, maybe I have this one. Maybe I, so I've resolved myself that there's no point going to Google. And you see, what, as we keep going, there's no point going to Google. We have a manufacturer that has left us in that The Bible. So when, when you're not feeling well, there's no point going to Google. I used to do it. I don't do it anymore. I, I try not to do it. I, I'll give you an example. My, 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 uh, um, my daughter was not feeling well. We went to Google. My sister, who is a doctor, says, guys to stop going to Google. She said, stop going to Google. Stop listening to those people. They don't know anything. Talk to a doctor. We have the manual. We have the book, the book, the manual that would, that any situation that we're going through, it's in there. It has a solution in there. Look at what the solution for sickness and disease. Let's look at that solution in the manual. Psalm, Psalm 103, verse 3. Psalm 103, verse 3. It says, who forgives all our sins? Who heals all our diseases? It tells us the, who, who is the person. Jesus healed all our diseases. That's the solution, the manual. The manual has told us what the solution is. So if you're coming down with a cold, Jesus has healed all your diseases. Verse 21 says, it tells us that verse, the same, the same, uh, um, the same uh, Proverbs 4.21 says, don't lose sight of them. Let them penetrate deep in your heart. How do, how do you allow this to what penetrate deep in your heart? You take that solution Psalm 103, verse 3. You take that solution and put it in view. You put it in view. How do you put it in view? 
You can put it in your on your on your dashboard. You can put it some. You put it in view. You read it day and night. Let me tell you something. I know I've talked about this before, but it's good to talk about it again. There's a there's a week a a whole week. I don't know how how I did it. It was only God. A whole week I did not sleep. I did not sleep the whole week. I started become jealous of my wife because when when I look, I wake up, she's out. Mm. And I'm wondering, man, how will I even survive? I'll go to work. I'll go to work. I, you know, there, there were like two times that I knew that this thing was, there was a problem. I'll finish eating lunch. My, I will, people will gather in my office. We'll be, we'll be talking. All of a sudden, I'm out. I'll sleep during the, during the day. I said, cool, kind of. And I'll sleep for maybe 10 minutes. They'll close the door. They said, you can't sleep. Forget it. Let's close the door. I don't know how I didn't get fired. It's God. It's only God. But on Sunday, I was reading, I was in the old church. I was reading where I was um, the minister of us here for the Santa Media Ministry. And on Sunday, we, we always have um, schedules for who's going, to, who's going to be in the ministry, you know, who's going to serve in the Santa Media. So, I was talking to this lady, Okochimere. Her name was there. I could not pronounce her name. I knew that there was a problem. I knew that there's a problem here. I, I don't know. I, I had to, Pastor Manuel called me out and says, you know, you know you can't, you don't sleep. I say, yes, the whole, say the Holy Spirit has told me that you don't sleep. You know you can't sleep now. You know, at first I didn't believe it that, you know, it's, it's that easy. It was on Monday that I then got it that I read the scripture. You put it in what? In view. Put it inside. So on Monday morning, this is going on a week and a half. On Monday morning, I typed up scriptures. I put it in the car, into two cars. I put it by my bedside. I put it on the fridge. So each time I pass by, I would declare the word. He was wounded from, you know, then it was like, um, I said, he gave it his beloved sweet sleep. I put it, I say, he gave it his beloved sweet sleep. I sleep like a, like a, I sleep like a baby. I declare it. I sleep like, in the, when I'm driving to work, the same way, I sleep like a baby. I sleep. This is what you do. You keep doing what? You keep speaking it loud. Speak, speaking it aloud. Because why? As you speak it, your ears hear it and it's going into your heart. We need to plant the word in our hearts. And as you plant it the first time, you need to keep what, what watering it. You need to keep what I need to keep watering it by keep saying it. Keep saying it. Do you know I kept on saying, I said, God, I'm, I will sleep. I told this to my sister. I said, God, I will sleep. There's nothing stopping me from sleeping. On Wednesday, this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I will lie down. I say, I'm going to sleep. 
I'll close my eyes, I'll force it. I say, I am going to sleep. I'm not going to wake up. I'm not going to look at the alarm. I'm going to sleep. I must sleep because Jesus gave his beloved. I'm speaking it loud so that what the angels can go to work, so that, it's, so that God can go to work. I say, I must sleep. Sleep is my portion. He gives his beloved sweet sleep. This is exactly what I kept on doing. Wednesday, as soon as I laid on the bed, I, was, I said it and I fell asleep. I'm the person, let me tell you how this is, for me, it is out of the normal because I'm the person that I can, my, 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 my siblings say I can sleep in water. I can put, as soon as I put my head on pillow, I'm out. There was a time that I, you know, when I was young and you know, I, you know, I didn't know Christ then. I slept on a boombox, on a subwoofer. But, so it was out of the normal. It was abnormal for me not to sleep. But on Wednesday, I closed my eyes. I said, "Father Lord, you give your beloved sweet sleep," and I sleep. And what happened? Boom. I was out. I almost was late for work because I hadn't slept for a week and a half. I woke up at 10 a.m. I had to call my boss. I said, I'm going to be late. I was, comp I think my body, my body, my body hadn't slept for a week and a half. So <laughs> it was now tired. This is what we need to do. And that's why if you look at, if you look at that, 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 7. 1 Corinthians 3, 6 to 7. New Living Translation. It says, I planted the seed in, in your hearts. Apollos watered it. But God, but it was God who made it grow. See the second one. It says, so neither the one who plants nor the one who waters is anything. But God makes things grow. So the key is this, you can plant, you can water, it is God that makes the increase. It's God that makes it work. And how do you plant? Like I said, you speak the word. The first time you spoke the word, you planted. The watering is you keep speaking it. As you keep hearing it, you keep hearing it, before you know it, you start to believe it. it, it the key, you know, I, I said, I said, I said this yesterday in in in, uh, in prayer. I said, you know, you can be telling yourself a lie. Eventually, you start to believe your lie. You keep speaking the word. You keep speaking the word. As you keep speaking, speaking the word out loud, listening is key. Listening, you keep speaking it. You're listening it, listening to it. Now your heart is, is being funneled to your heart. And what happens? You start to do it. Wow, this is true. Jesus really took my sicknesses. He took my diseases. You start to believe it. This is why the Bible says, guard your heart with what? All diligence for out of it flows the issues of life. You need to guard your heart because what happened is the listening too. 
You might turn on the TV, CNN or Fox, they'll tell you somebody, you know, died of sleep apnea. You'll be like, oh my goodness, it is me. You have accepted it. But when those kind of things happen, you say no. The word says he gave it his beloved sweet sleep. It's not me. This is not for me. So the, I, I just want to put some side notes. The key is that why we why do we put this word into our heart? Because one day we get squeezed. You know, there are situations the way by you get squeezed. You know, you you like for instance when you're washing a car. When you're washing a car, or somebody's washing your car, you take sponge and you put it in water. When you put it in water, the sponge soaks all the water. Then you cannot take it and wash your car. But when you take that, you take that sponge, put it in water, and you squeeze, you come out of the bucket, and you squeeze it, what happens? Water comes out. When you keep feeding on the word, I keep putting the word into your heart. When you get squeezed, what flows out of your mouth is the word. Is the word because you've been feeding on the word. And that's why it's key to keep feeding on the word. Because you never know when you're going to, the devil is going to come to squeeze you. You know, we you know when Jesus got tempted, at the end he says, the devil, he says he will come back at an opportune time to see whether he can squeeze you. There's another scripture that says that the, 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 you, you cast out the, the, the demon from the, from the person. And what happens? He comes back, you come back again with what? Seven angry demons to see whether... He can squeeze you even more. So the key is that the feeding on the word is important so that when you get squeezed, squeezed is that you could, you could have some kind of trial. You could have some issues. You get squeezed. What happens? What do you do when you get squeezed? What words come from your mouth? That's the key. What words do you come? Does the word of God flow from your mouth? Does the word of God flow from your mouth and say, no, I'm not going to, I'm not, I'm not going to allow, I'm not going to allow. Does the manual flow from your mouth? The word from the manual, does it flow from your mouth? That's the key. Proverbs, Proverbs 4 is telling you and I to read and read, read, study the scriptures, start quoting those scriptures. And as we do that, the Bible says healing, life and healing flows in our body. You know, as, as we're talking now, you could get healed because you're listening to the word. As soon as you believe it, you could get healed. That's basically what it is. It's the word flowing. Healing can, healing is, is yours right now. As the word is being preached, you can say yes. It is mine. And it will be yours. I'll give you two examples. You know, concerning what, what I'm saying here. 
I have a pastor friend of mine that, you know, uh, we know, my wife and I know this pastor in Nigeria. And if you know Nigeria, Nigeria doesn't have good medical facilities. It's really terrible. If you don't have money, you might end up dying or something else. And sometimes even if you have money, they might misdiagnose you and you might end up dying. So this man, he, he, he said to himself, he says, there's only one way I can avoid being sick is by taking the word of God like medicine. It's like taking the word of God, what? Like medicine. And what is like medicine? If you have to take it two times a day, you take it two times a day. And what do you mean by taking it? Like I said, you speak it. You speak to your body. Yes, you're, you might not be feeling sick, but you keep speaking it. What happens? It says it brings life into your body and healing. So reading the Bible brings life and healing. Listening to scripture, listening to me speak to you as your pastor brings life, brings healing. Cueing in to the word brings life and brings healing. It's automatic, <laughs> provided you believe. When you're reading it, man, wow, this is awesome. You're reading it. It brings life and brings healing. So this man, he, kept, he keeps on doing what? Taking the word like what? Medicine. He says he's never gotten sick over 20 years. He hasn't, he hasn't visited the hospital. The way he, he jokes about it, he says, I haven't given them my money yet in over 20 years. The example, another example I want to give is of, of me. I can only give an example of me. I gave you an example of him because he, he told us this. But I'll give you an example of me. You know, in the past, I've, you know, I've, I've tried to self-medicate. Like I said, I'll go on the internet, they'll say, buy Gurantashi, uh, buy Fensic, whatever they'll tell me. I'll go rush to the store, I'll buy it. You know, they'll say, eh, there's one. <laughs> God, God is so merciful, I won't lie to you. God is, is really merciful. I, I'll be honest, he's so merciful to me. I, I, sometimes it's, 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 it's amazing. You know, I'll, I'll go on the internet and say, ah, there's a new thing. I mean, I, I, you know, when I see some things that are working, I'll call my siblings. I say, ah, this is working for me. Try it. I went and I saw on the internet something. I don't want to say the word. Because, you know, and I went and bought it. The thing, the first month, I felt good. The next month, it was, I felt so lousy. <laughs> and I said to God, this is not working. I got tired of self-medicating. I got tired of self-medicating myself. I told the Lord that I, I want to trust you. I want to go into your word. I want to trust your word. 
But before that, I said I want to trust your word. The Lord spoke to me. The Lord spoke to me and says, you know, you know, you've been trying to walk. You know, you've, been, you've been walking like people, like a person under the law, trying to fend for himself. That's what the Lord said to me. You're trying to fend for yourself. Don't you know that when you've crossed over, this is what the Lord was telling me, when you've crossed over from being an unbeliever to a believer of Christ, I, fend for, I, I, I take care of you. I take care of you. I'm your manufacturer. I take care of you. But you've been always been putting one leg in Christianity and one leg in what? Being an unbeliever. In the sense of fending for yourself. So why don't you try me? I said, oh, okay. So I said, okay, God, I will trust you. There's nothing I can lose. <laughs> There's no lose. It's not a lose-lose. It's always a win-win. So I said, I'm going to try. I'm going to take your medicine. I'm going to do like my pastor friend. I'm going to take your word as medicine. And I, you know, and I told my wife, my wife says, okay, why don't you put it in your phone as a reminder? I can show you my phone. You might not see, be able to see it. I put it as a reminder. And I put it every hour. I don't want to do it twice, two times or three times. I do it every hour because I know I'm on, I'm on the phone I'm looking at something or reading the Bible so every hour I say it I say he has is is I have like a few scriptures that are I've said it so many times that I've memorized it it's penetrated deep in what in my heart And I, I start to thank God for divine healing. Because that's basically what divine healing is all about. I start to thank God, say, thank you, Lord, for divine healing. This is what I start to say it. And, you know, I start to say, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. I said, bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Forget not all his benefits. Who forgives all my sins? Who heals all my diseases? I start to thank God for it. Because, Lord, I thank you because I walk in divine healing. This is basically what it is. I take the manual. And the reason why we speak these things out is what, some, what Isaiah 55, 11, Amplified says. Isaiah 55, 11, Amplified. So, I will, uh, so will my word. B, which goes out, let me read from yours. It says, so, so will my word be, which goes out, out of my mouth. It will not return to me, what? Void. Useless without result. Without accomplishing what I desire. And without succeeding in the matter for which I, I sent it. So basically, Jesus is saying, God is saying, my word, I should speak this word. The word will not return to, me, to him, to me, void. In the sense of, it will not, it will always work. As you speak the word, the word will always work for you. It will not 
It will not produce. He says, he says, it, look at, let me read it. He says, so will my word be, which goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void. To me void. Useless without result. So basically it says, it will always produce what? Result. It will always accomplish what? What I desire. So that's basically what the word is. So I want us to I want us to practice this now. As you're muted, Pastor, I will put it out. I want you to say it right there where you are. I have some few scriptures. I want you to say as you're muted, say it. I'm going to say it. Maybe I'm the only one that is going to say, it, but I can mute myself too. But Pastor, could you please put like the like four scriptures? There are four scriptures I want us to really now say it. And as you're saying it, I believe that God will start to minister to you and you start to believe it. Praise the Lord. And Psalm 103, verse 1 to 3. Say it. You don't have to say it the way you, you, you know how. Psalm 103, verse 1 to 3, New Living Translation. It says, let all that I am praise the Lord with, with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives what? All my sins and heals all my diseases. So he's forgiving all your sins and heals all your diseases. Those are the benefits. Those are the benefits of the cross. Look at some. 3419, New King James Version. It says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. This is an assurance that even though you go through situations, the Lord will deliver you out of them all. So start to, you start to thank God. Say, God, I thank you. Because it says many afflictions I go through. It is you that will deliver me out of them all. Let's go to Psalm 37, 19. New Living Translation. It says, they will not be disgraced in hard times. Even in famine, they will have more than enough. So even if there's, there's, there's economic downturn, even if there's, there's, there's issues, joblessness, or whatever it is, the Bible says what? Even though, it says there will be what? Hard times. But in famine, you have more than enough. It says even though things are crashing, even though the, the world is crashing, the Bible says you will have more than enough. So you start to speak those things. And I start to, you start to declare. It says, I will have more than enough. And as you speak it, let's say it again. It says, they will, will not be disgraced in hard times, even in famine. I, now say, say, I will have more than enough. Start saying it. It says, I will have more than enough. 
You have to personalize it, even though it says they. It says, I will have more than enough. Let's go to the last one. Psalm 91, 9 to 13, New Living Translation. Psalm 91, 9 to 13. Now, let's personalize this to ourselves. Instead of you, say I. Say, if, if I make the Lord my refuge, if I make the Most High my shelter. No, please mute yourself. Please mute yourself. Mute yourself, please. So that... will come near my home. Uh, Pastor... Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, hold on. Let's, let's personalize it to yourself. Let's go, let's go from the beginning, from that verse 9. If I make the Lord my refuge, if I make the Lord my shelter, no evil will conquer me. No plague will come near my home. For he will order his angels to protect me wherever I go. They will hold me up with their hands so that I would, wouldn't even hurt my foot on stone. I will trample upon lions and cobras. I will crush fierce lions and serpents under my feet. You can, you know, when you're starting this kind of thing, you can say, God, even though I say I, I mean my whole family. So you can say that and you declare it. And as you keep declaring this, what happens? It starts to work for you because the word of God that proceeds out of your mouth will not return to you void because it is God's word that you're speaking through. Praise the Lord. I pray that you, if you wrote down the scriptures, you can every morning, every, every morning, say it. Say it. Because it will work for you. Let the word of God continually be in your mouth. Praise the Lord. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just give you glory. We thank you. Thank you, Lord, for just taking us through this, this series, speaking into your life. Father, Lord, we are so grateful. We thank you because we would, we're not going to be only hearers of your word, but we also doers of your word in the name of Jesus. Thank you for, for, for really teaching us, speaking through me. And Lord, we pray that we would, would take it in, we'll go back, listen, to, this, listen to, the, to the teaching again, and start to practice, start to practice, because it's a practice makes perfect. Start to practice, start to go back, because you have left us with a manual. Start to go back to read the manual, to understand the manual, to, build, to you know, ask the Holy Spirit, seek the Holy Spirit to come and open your eyes, open our eyes as we study the manual. Because this manual, it says, as we read this manual, it brings life and healing to all our body. So Father Lord, we're so grateful. We thank you for everyone here, Lord, that Lord God Almighty, we pray that they will take, they will pay attention to your word, that they will, they will, <clears throat> they will seek your word, that Lord is not all about quiet time or, oh, but they want to, 
they, want, they, they would have a desire to hear from you. They will have a desire, not only in the morning or at night, but they will have a constant yearning to hear your voice. And for them to hear your voice, they will go to the manual because that's where you speak to us. That's where you tell us about us and you tell us about you. You tell us about Jesus in your word. Father, Lord, we're just so grateful. We thank you because Lord God Almighty, we want to also thank you for taking us through through 2020. Lord, I know sometimes, you know, we cried. Sometimes, you know, things were difficult. You know, sometimes, you know, we might have had some losses. You know, we grieved. Father, Lord, but we're we so grateful because, Lord, you say in all things we give you praise. We thank you because we're able to, we're able to see 2021. Thank you, Father, for just your guidance, your love, your protection, just being so merciful, so kind. Sometimes we might not understand some of the things that we're going through, you know, but Lord, he says, we always have victory on the other side. Like we just read, said many are the afflictions. We go through issues. We go through a lot of problems. But Lord God Almighty, he says, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord... He delivers us from all, all of that. Father, Lord, we thank you for just being our Savior, being our God. Like that song that we, we, we sang today, you say you are God from beginning to the end. You, you are God. There's no other God that we can serve. There's no, we cannot even say, no, we're not going to serve you any longer. You've been always been so faithful to us. You've touched us, you've kept us thus this far. So we are grateful. We are totally grateful. Thank you, awesome God. Thank you. Thank you for just, for just taking care of us, our families, the church, for giving us your word all the time, for preparing us, for guiding us. Every Sunday, you've always been filling us with your word. We've always been refreshed. Lord God Almighty, we say, take all the glory. Take all the honor. Take all the adoration in the name of Jesus. Thank you, awesome God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.